Hi listeners, this is Yvonne and you're tuned into Million Ways to Shine. I'm continuing my discussion with other students of the GRACE course to share our journeys and our growth. Luana is a data analyst, and in this episode we talk about her being a new mom, learning when to let go, and practicing self-care and self-love. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Loana with me today. And Loana and I, we met during a course, during Grace, uh, Grace course, where we are just really expanding the series of exploring our mindset and just wanting to know where our journeys come from, because I think that all of our listeners and our audiences can kind of agree that you don't really know where you go until you get there. And you, or there's a lot of things you wish you knew throughout the journey that you didn't know until after the journey ended. So this is just kind of us talking about the struggles before we had our mindset change and after. And so Luana, um, I know just before the recording, we were just talking about like our personal mindset shifts and changes. Um, but what has just uh, changed in your particular year? How has your year been before the grace mindset and after? Yes. Um, the question just took me back to a whole lot of memories, uh, good and not good. So. If I could take you back when I met Dr. Anglan for the first time, a newcomer to Canada, and I was in my struggle to find a job. And luckily, I got the first job. And at that moment, I thought my life was stabilized, and I started missing my family back in Vietnam, and I, I didn't know what I was looking for. It turned out to me that in the end, it's just a daily life in, in Canada. And not to mention that I did not get to spend time with my family. I miss my family. So then I met this, my then boyfriend or my now husband, and he turned my world way more beautiful, more colorful. I got to know his family who happened to be Vietnamese as well. So I felt very lucky in a way. And then I got pregnant. I got so excited because now I have my own family to care about, to dream about. Um, so you see there's a series of of new things that are happening to me and I feel excited at the same time. I feel nervous because I, I don't know anything about it. being a wife, being a daughter-in-law, and then being a mother because I am a bookworm person. Like I grew up in Vietnam and all I knew was if you want to be successful in life, you have to be hardworking, you have to read books and you have to find any resources you can on the internet or in the library in order to improve your knowledge. And I read everything I could, like how to take care of the baby, how to sleep train the baby, how you feed them in every four to three hours. So they wouldn't be half full, half hungry. So they will, you know, learn the appreciation of the food, etc. So I feel like I got it. Like, I feel like I got it. Like I was just in this mood of being a new student, applying the knowledge that I learned from the book, even with my baby when she's not eating well. And I was so stressed because it was not enough of the amount that recommended by any experts on the internet or on the book. And I was worried because she obviously did not gain weight very well. 
And coupled with that, my mother-in-law telling me what to do or just sharing some of her comments. And then my husband would be like, why would you have to follow everything by the book? Why would you just let it be? And why don't you just let it be? And, and be open to my mom because she has been raising five sons on her own without any issue. And then I, I agree. And then I told him that, yeah, but because I, the way I grew up, I have learned to learn everything myself and apply everything I know at my capacity. So I, I just could not trust the nature and the process, you know? I could just not let go of the idea of being controlled and being strategic and being prepared and knowing exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, because you were so self-reliant and there was no one else for you to rely on in the past. So it just had to be you. And so coming into this moment where you thought that nothing could go wrong, you're like, I got the hundred on the exam. I'm going to be the best mom (laughs) every day. And then you're getting to these points in these questions, you're like, wait a second, I didn't study this. <laughs> or you're getting questions where I did study this, but the answer is not right <laughs> for some reason and it's not working. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's working, but it's not like 100% working. It's like, it's always something that go wrong in a way. Like, for example, my daughter doesn't cooperate or, you know, someone gives her some snack because someone gave her some snacks. So she did not cooperate in meal times. My husband is like, if your method is that perfect, why would it be so uh, fragile and easily damaged by a certain amount of external factors, which is out of your control? Data analyst in you is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I was like, at that moment, I, I, I just feel like he just dismissing my opinion and, and my knowledge. And it came to the point that I have very, very heated conversation with my husband, my mother-in-law, everyone in the family. And I felt so isolated and felt so helpless as well um, because I felt like I was trying my best. But at the same time, maybe people, although they have the same intention like me, that they don't think that what I was doing is the best. I felt like there's something like very, very heartbreaking. And I questioned myself, this is something that I could not walk away. Like before I got my first job, I felt like it was not something that helped me to learn after two years. So I decided to apply for a scholarship in the UK and I got it. So for me, it's a a, a way that walk away, but it's not like I give up, but I try to look for opportunities. And when, when I go to the UK, my ex-husband got an affair in Vietnam. So after I give him another try, he still continues seeing that girl. So I decided to end the marriage. And it's another way, just per se, another way of walking away. But for me, it's walking away for my own sake. And I feel much stronger. I feel much empower because it's my choice and I don't accept with whatever values that no longer sharing with my. But this one, I could not walk away. This is our daughter. This is our daughter and I could not walk away. And, it, and I feel like in the past, I have been strong 
but I haven't fully resolved with whatever emotionals or mental struggles that I've been through. Like I haven't got a proper disclosure with my ex-husband. Like now I think about it, I am still not really like by then I was not very really ready to see him and, and talk with him in person. But now like I feel like I'm ready to see him and look him into the eyes and you know talk with him like normal person, like congratulation on his current marriage and everything. Um so I could not walk away and I, I felt like I'm stuck. Like I want to be Zoe's mom. I want to be in her life. I want to have good relationship with my husband and my mother-in-law because basically my family is not here in Canada and I have only my husband's family as my own family here. And it came to one point that I I was very stopped and I, I questioned my own. And I like, why would I have to? Think of escaping. Like this is not something I can escape. So I reached out to Dr. Aiman and I asked her, uh, like, I need your help. So just to give you some context, Dr. Aiman used to be my husband mentor. She actually the one that, in a way, uh, matched me and him. So I was new to Canada. So I, you know, tried to connect with anyone that sounds like Vietnamese dissidents in uh, Canada. And I just added Dr. Aiglan on LinkedIn and I messaged her asking her about some recommendations for newcomers finding a job. And it turned out to me that she lives in Texas. She was very kind back then. She listened to me. She gave me some advice and she, and one, one time she told me like, okay, I happen to be in Vaughan this time, and they're going to have a seminar, and they're going to give you a code for this count. And then me at that time, I was like, you know, two months in Toronto. I, I don't drive. I live in downtown. And when I go the way to Vaughan, I was scared because it's like two hours in total of TDC. And, and the timing of the seminar is like, starting from 8, 15 p.m. and it's it likely to end like 10 p.m., which is not really convenient for public transit. So I told her, like, I wanted to really meet you and listen to your speech, but it's quite far and, and I've never been out of the city that far by public transport and I, I'm afraid that I may not be able to join. Then she's like, oh, so there's a guy who coming from downtown as well and you can message him and then you guys can go on TTC together. So that's the guy that turned out to be now my husband. Wow. That sounds just like a movie. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I don't, you know, it's just so, um, I don't know how to say, but I feel like it's blessing in disguise for me to, to meet my husband. And now, so back to our story. So when we have first had Zoe in the first month, I was really stressed. And then Dr. Engran was kind enough to organize a call between me and my husband. Um, and Zoe at that time was just maybe some two or one month old. I mentioned with her that we have these different ways of, you know, maybe we have, we share so many common values in life, big one, but we never 
top to bow, the trivial ones, like how to feed the baby, how to respond when the baby is crying, you know, all the trivial things that can be red flag for a long-term relationship. And after I learned, told us to be trying to appreciate each other more and and try to think from each other's point of view and all the all the good points. But I guess at that time I wasn't enough. I wasn't ready to take in her advice. And I was more focused on the mode of learning and applying from whatever books I I read from parenting and, and, and feeding and stuff like that. But when I got to the point that I told you about the the helpless point, I asked her, like, I need your help. And when, when she called me, I started going on and on differences that we had. And she, she didn't let me finish my point. She just told me like, so I have this course going on, uh, already started for two weeks, but I can let you in and you can give it a try. And I was a little bit, you know, I was a little bit disappointed because I was in the mode of complaining and needing some kind of encouragement, but she's not getting me down into the negative experience. So when I joined the courses, the great course, I was really, really uh, serious about getting myself back to feet. And at that time, it was not about my husband or my daughter. It's about myself um, because I feel like if I'm not good, I'm not calm, I'm not happy myself. It's it's going to affect my relationship with everyone and the way I interpret my interaction with anyone, regardless. So I got changed a lot. Like, it seems to me that the cost would really, really work with people who hit a rock bottom and, and, and realize that they have to change themselves for the better and they choose the better for themselves. And not only mentally, emotionally, but also the everyday choice of any interaction they have with the surrounding. For example, I have been taking long math leave by that time. And most of the time I just stay at home, um, waiting for Zoe to get to the time that I can feed her and cooking and, you know, doing laundry work and, you know, browsing on my phone. It just prone to boredom and, and focusing on the trivial of the mental of the daily life. So I decided to walk like Every morning when Zoe walks up, I would just put her into the stroller. I walk to any outdoor activity that I can find for children. For example, outside choir or musical class. Or I picked a very beautiful path for us to walk to or even to take uh, the streetcar too. And then we could have lunch outside. And when she's sleeping, I would just, you know, lie down in the grass and reading. And we would not get back home until 5 p.m. when my husband finished work. And it gives us some space and it gives me, you know, some exercise physically and emotionally. Yeah, I think what's such an important point that you hit on is that love grows. Just because you have the time to give yourself a little bit more self-care, even as a mom, as a parent, as a wife, you can actually give more love for others because you continuously fill up your cup yeah. and your heart is full. 
So the love that you have for others actually is twofold after you start caring for yourself. When you were speaking, I also resonated with that because I, I love to serve. Um, I want to serve others and I want to give love to others. But at the same time, it got to a point, my rock bottom, if you will, it got to a point where I had no more to give. And I actually didn't know that. And so it took a lot of self-respect and self-love for me to realize that that's why I was unhappy because I was putting myself last. And putting myself last and putting myself first, it's different from ego and the selfishness. And I think that was the balance that I had yeah. to understand from the mindset that caring for myself actually wasn't selfish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it comes with boundaries as well. Um, it's it's not only the boundaries that we put for other people, but also the boundaries that we put for ourselves that we respect our own need. And we have to make sure that we meet our needs first before we are able to and ready to to give to other people. After I changed my attitude, I become more relaxed about how my daughter sleep or how she eat. Everyone can treat her however they the way they want. And sometimes I would just, you know, let my husband take my daughter back to the parents' place and I just chew myself at the corner. <laughs> That's awesome. That is such progress. <laughs> I know. And I, and I, I feel like it's just not the end of the day if the baby doesn't eat or doesn't sleep or it's like they grew up on their own. Our party just like take a step back and, and, and learn to learn to enjoy uh, no matter the situation is. Yeah. Letting go a little bit is also love as well yeah. so that she can grow and stand on her feet and not always yeah. rely on you. That's, that's in fact, I think a sense of really, really great love because it's a sense of trust that you trust your baby to also take everything that she's learned from you from osmosis <laughs> so that she can grow up to be the person that you um, envision her to be. Yeah, I think it, and also not mention the psychology side of it. Like I grew up, remember being forced to eat as well like I was very very small when I was a baby and I remember that it was very difficult to feed me for my mom as well and I remember I didn't learn about the enjoyment of having food to eat until I was like in puberty. I guess it somehow left some some kind of memories or some scars in myself that I need to be that kind of another kind of mom that try to feed the baby as much as possible. And and now I'm just trying to, you know, break the cycle so so my daughter can be, you know, better with her own daughter later on. Um yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So it it's still a learning process. Like sometimes I, I, I would tell you that sometimes I would feel not my best day as well. In the end, it will feel way better when I feeling like I had the choice to choose to see things in a better way. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Um, I know we went a little over because you had such a beautiful story and I really want to learn more about it. I still want to learn more about it. And I feel like every day, right, we have new stories and new journeys to be able to share. And I know that looking back, sometimes when in our in our darkest days, we almost sometimes forget those stories and we forget how far we've come. So reminding ourselves and feeling the gratitude for that journey and those memories that we were able to overcome, I think is such an important part of that step. 
it definitely sounds like you had a lot of struggles and journeys, especially as a new mom. What would be your advice and your your message to them out there today? Yeah, I just hope that if any new mom that ever um, get to listen to this podcast and they are going to what I used to go through, I hope that they are able to take a deep breath and, and tell themselves that they need to take care of themselves first and trust that everything's going to be okay. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yvonne. To learn more about the Grace course, check out the course link and the website in the episode description or on our website. It is a seven-week course and the next start date is on April 11th. If you love this episode, let us know what you think by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or you can reach us on our Instagram page at Million Ways to Shine. A big thank you to everyone who has given us a review and a shout out. Thank you for the love. Your support means so much to us. Keep an eye out for the next episode where I'll talk more about courses and tools for productivity. See you next time.